Let's go! Good bloody well evening to all of our fantastic listeners. This is our dedicated Nintendo podcast, aptly named The Switch Island. And to get things started, I want to introduce you, oh bloody hell, introduce you to the two absolute lads I'm going to be chatting all things Switch with. Uh, oh, oh, first off, it's uh, the internet, internet phenomenon, internet phenomenon, it's the internet popular person, it's Laurie. You okay, mate? Yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. Very, doing very well. All the better for speaking yeah. to you. Oh, cheers, mate. That was really nice. Thank you very yeah. much on a Monday evening. Uh, speaking of Monday evenings, don't know why that's so great, but it's the boy called Boo Boo with more creative juju than you can you and you and shake a, a leg at too. I, save I, it. Right. Save it. You got Is it? it? Is that all right? Mm, sure. Why not? Hey, <sighs> I'm here too. You're here as well. And uh, how are you, Mike? You okay? Yeah, not bad. All the better for hearing your amazing segue there, mate. Thank you very much. It's been, uh, it's been a long day. It's been an extremely mm. long day. So Mondays, it's weird, isn't it? Do you uh, do you get Mondayism, uh, Laurie? Do you dread Mondays? Uh, well, this weekend was pretty exhausting with a toddler. So actually, going back to work is like the easy, the easy part of my week actually, because uh, the missus is obviously very immobile at the moment. She can't really do a lot. So all weekend, I am on full on toddler duty, running around after him. Very exhausting. <laughs> They're exhausting, Dan. Just just you wait till. To your little one is running rings around you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Well, so, you know yeah. what? You look fantastic for it. Look, you look younger by the day, Laurie. Aww. So it's fine. It's okay. Even with the cardigan on. Even with the cardigan. Uh, <laughs> cardigan. Yeah. Yeah, cardigan. It's not one of the Pokemon's yeah, that so Mike <laughs> stayed up to watch on the stream. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, I'm mate, the Filipino fan, the Segway King, <laughs> the Alpha and the Omega, the Danny Ward, and my Twitter machine is at Danny Ward two seven zero seven. Laurie, your Twitter handle, my friend. Uh, the Eggman 64. Ooh, sexy. And Mike? Yeah. Uh, Kenny, press F. Kenny, press F. And we are the Switch Island. We're now going to talk into your ear holes about our beloved Nintendo. Uh, creators of Nintendogs. Uh, console. Uh, you would like to support us, guys? Please give this podcast a sub on the service you're using. Follow us on Twitter at The Switch Island or check us out on the website, which is theswitchisland.com. Gentlemen, how the devil are you both again? Yeah, not bad. I, I didn't I didn't really get many Mondayisms today, so I think I'm doing better than maybe the both of you two. Bit more pep in my step still. Pep in your step. That's not a bad thing. Um, yeah. Not a terrible thing. I've got a very short working week this week, Dan. I've got a half day tomorrow, and that's me done for the week. And then Is that you then done? That's me done working for 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 the time being. Ooh. Mm. Why is that? Uh, the missus is very heavily up the duff. <laughs> and we've reached breaking points and something just has to be done about this something just has to be it's got to come out of there yeah that's it now they're breaking it's out it's like the scene in aliens where the yeah there's this if they're about to burst out i think oh, if we don't terrible. if we don't seek some medical help soon well it's a it's, it's a big day for releases um <laughs> nice that is a good segue <laughs> <laughs> that is i thought you were going to segue into uh alien isolation port but um yeah you did well that would have been a bit darker but um i, I was actually going to segue into news uh so we're going to talk about the news first boys that's what what's what what we usually do on the podcast so first off uh either of you interested in brain age 
coming for Nintendo Switch to the West on January 3rd, 2020. Does that appeal to either of you? You've got a brain that needs to be trained, Laurie? Uh, I did quite enjoy the DS brain chain, uh, brain training uh, back in the day. Back in the day. I can't even say it now. Uh, yeah, I, my problem with that game is I, live, I was living with some other lads at the time uh, in London and I was playing it one day just in the communal area of the house and one of my mates just saw me and just never stopped ripping the piss out of me afterwards, just followed <laughs> me around going, red, red, blue, blue. Blue, just that sudden game where it just makes you do the colours, and I was pretty awful at that. Um, and I kind of got embarrassed after that, so I never played it again. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Never really played it. DS wasn't really my bag. Um, but if it's on the Switch and it's decent, I might pick it up. I'll see what it's like. Any, yeah, yeah. Mike, interested? Um, yeah, maybe. It, it definitely not a day one or any time at full price. It's definitely a wait for sale for me. Because again, it's not, I, I don't get a huge amount of the same kind of enjoyment as I would from a regular game out of them. But um, I enjoyed it on the DS, and it's had a lasting impact on me. I, it's forever changed the way I draw my fours, because it always input them as a nine before, <laughs> so I now don't connect them up. Thank you, Nintendo. That's See? It's, there's not much to the game, Dan. It's not, it's not a hugely in-depth game. It's more the sort of game you play for five minutes every day before you jump into a game properly. So if there was ever a game to download onto your Switch as opposed to buying the retail version, it's this one. Okay, there we go. Uh, Laurie advocating for non-physical releases. Um, not going to be in the John. best books in the group. Sorry, John. Well. Sorry, so. John. Oh, it's terrible. Gentlemen, you know what's terrible? Uh, Nintendo and Sony customer support are here to help Fortnite players worried by the blackout. So can't connect to Fortnite today. Worried there's something wrong? Uh, Eurogamer reports Nintendo's customer support website has you covered. A new support page covers the issue. Uh, it can... <laughs> titled Unable to Play Fortnite Due to Blackout, um, which provides, well, pretty much the answer you expect. It reads, the information in this article can help you when you're unable to play Fortnite during the Fortnite Blackout Nintendo begins. Due to Fortnite Blackout, all game modes are currently available for play. Please be assured that your inventory items and V-Bucks are secure. For all the questions and concerns, please contact Epic Games for assistance. Uh, Fortnite is, of course, down by design following last night's cataclysmic in-game event, which wiped out its island for good. Uh, so when will Fortnite 11 season start, and does anybody actually care? Oh, I'm glad you ended on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really care either. Um, I'm all for it. It seems super popular, obviously. That's oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. Um, People care, but no one here cares as <laughs> no far as one, I know. No one here cares. I don't think it's something that um, either, well, I'm definitely not going to be jumping into anytime soon again, even if it is a cataclysmic event that brings it back in, I don't know, some sort of interesting way. In fact, I don't know if you've noticed the Konami code works on the website. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes. And you've got to give them props for that. That's that's good. What it's more just as a little Easter egg. What does it do? What does it do? Uh, it starts playing a Space Invaders style game, I think. Kind of a... a what looks like a cross between Space Invaders and uh, maybe more like Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah, because it's yeah, less rose, like but yeah, yeah. I just like the fact like they clearly had to leak the fact that that was in the um, Black Hole page. Well, the some... amount of people on Twitter I've seen who say they stumbled on it accidentally mm. that I then look at and go, X to doubt, not a yeah. chance. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> who the fuck has sat there and gone, you know what I'm going to do? Going to try the Konami code. <laughs> Who does that on every website that they've ever done? <laughs> Just there on Google, waiting for it to happen. Um, but yeah, Fortnite. Laurie, have you ever jumped into it before? Is it your bag? 
Uh, I, I played it once for, I downloaded it five minutes on Switch. I thought, nope, this is not for me. A bit like I did with Minecraft. I said, what is all this fuss about? Give it a go. But yeah, not for me. I'm glad other people enjoy it. It's I can appreciate it. Lots of people do like it. So there must be something there, but it's it's not for me. Well, the answer you just gave there could pretty much apply to next uh, report that we're going to go through, which is from the Metro.co.uk, and it's that Nintendo Switch has hit 10 million mark in the UK and Europe. It reads, sales of the Nintendo Switch have hit a major milestone in Europe, uh, with more than nine first-party games selling over a million copies. Nintendo has always been the most unpredictable video game company, and that goes for their sales success as much as anything else. After the hugely popular Wii, they suffered the humiliating failure of the Wii U, a bit harsh, and then came back with instantly successful Nintendo Switch, uh, whose sales in Europe are now st- alone sorry, now stand at 10 million. And according to Nintendo, uh, Switch sales are up, th- up 30% on last year and 40% higher than 2017. That's pretty fucking big when you yeah, think about wow. it. And, I guess a know. wow for me, that's pretty big. That's pretty important. Is that, uh, is that including the Switch Lite? does say here as of june just before the launch of the switch Lite, the global total for the console was 36.87 million so you can see that europe takes a major chunk of that total an achievement um uh, major achievement given all uh, the different languages and cultures and the fact the uk is traditionally nintendo's weakest weakest to major market following the failure of the wii u blah, blah 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 it carries on and it says here that one in ten britons are estimated to own a nintendo switch have we lost mike no, no, I'm still here. You're I still there? His video has dropped out. Oh, that's absolutely yeah. fine, mate. Well, we'll carry on anyway. No, we just have to we'll wonder what's going on in the background that he doesn't want we, us to we, see. <laughs> it's just a really personal conversation between Laurie and I now. It's a bit weird. Uh, yeah, what is going on in the background, Mike? Um, what? Nothing. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, anybody surprised by the fact it's hit 10 million in Europe or one in 10 Britons own a Switch? It's impressive. Uh, in Europe, it's their weakest market, I think, behind Japan and then America. So... God only knows what the global sales must be now. I guess we'll find out soon enough. But, yeah, it's very impressive. It did say that. It said, uh, means the, so the Xbox One is estimated to be on around 43 million. And the global total for the console switch was 36.87. So that's pretty high. Hmm. Pretty big. It is. I don't think I'm surprised it hit that, but it's quite quick for it to hit that. I think that's the surprising thing more than anything. Remember at one point it was tracking about the same as the Wii, wasn't it? So it's, I'll be curious to see whether or not it's still tracking at the same pace. I probably doubt it because um, I remember the Wii started off a little bit slower and then it just went absolutely huge this, all of a sudden. The Switch was 37 million as at 30th of June, so we're probably due another update in a couple of weeks, so it will be higher than that now. That's mm. That will be more probably towards 40 million, I thought, and then it will probably pass 50 million after Christmas. Yeah, comfortably, especially with the Switch Lite coming out, and I think uh, yeah, the Switch, Japanese market sucks it up. Switch Lite plus Pokemon plus Japan is just going to go mad. Mm. Do you know what's not going to come onto Nintendo Switch, Laurie, that one of our esteemed uh, <laughs> hosts predicted is? So Cyberpunk 2077, again on the metro.co.uk, is probably not coming to Nintendo Switch, says CD Projekt Red. Uh, it says here, The Witcher 3 made a, made a surprise appearance on Switch, but it doesn't seem as if the same is planned for its sci-fi follow-up. Um, 
But but while CD Projekt Project Red's John Mamey uh, tried to be circumspect about it, when speaking to GameSpot at PAX Australia, it doesn't sound very likely. He said, who would have thought a game like The Witcher 3 could, possi- could run possibly on Switch? So who knows? I guess we'll see. If we decide to put it on the Switch, if we can do it, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, so, enough. Um, Fair enough. Laurie, the guy that... Oh, I kind of predicted that is on the podcast at the moment in his name. How Mike. dare you? Absolutely. You know just as well as I do that that was the out there prediction for last year's... Was it? Uh, ...game of the year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I had that was your nailed on one. No, no, no. We had to predict three and one of them was the, the crazy one. Or at least I hope it was. If not, what was I thinking? And your prediction hmm. was Cyberpunk coming to Switch. My, my crazy prediction was, who knows, maybe we'll get Cyberpunk on Switch... Um, but I think what I've noticed now with, with a lot of the recent AAA games that I've played on on other consoles is my base PS4 is struggling to run a lot of them. And I think it's mm. because we're getting to the end of that, that console generation that the developers are making games ready to run on you know, the next generation. And so they don't run so great on this. And so there is no way I think any, any late-gen AAA game is, is ever going to get ported to Switch. Uh, like we would hope. Certainly not this. Certainly not this iteration of the Switch. Anyway, mm. completely leads us on to a couple of reviews for The Witcher Three that releases tomorrow. Um, dubbed The Switcher Three by most outlets at the moment. Brilliant. Uh, giving it an eight. Uh, it says the Switcher 3 is an ambitious port of one of the best games of the generation, albeit with some notable concessions. Basically, the review says, um, do not play this in docked mode. Um, <laughs> just keep it in handheld. Uh, really? The, yeah, it just goes, the Witcher 3 is such a demanding game that even in handheld mode, it has to run at a mere 540p instead of the Switch screen's native 720p. Uh, but that's Ooh. really a distraction from the dense woods. Blah, 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 blah. It continues. Uh, blah, blah, where can we go? Go. The magic quickly fades, however, when you dock the Switch to play it on the big screen. The Witcher 3 only outputs at 720p when docked, as opposed to standard 900 to 1080p of most Switch games. And boy, does that drag every one of this port's downgrades into the stark, harsh light of the day. On large 1080p or 4K display, the Switch 3 looks very rough. Uh, Texture muddy, trees appear to be made more of cotton candy than of leaves, and the jagged edges on everything around you serve as a constant reminder of just how much we take good anti-allies. I never say that. Anti-aliasing. Jaggy. Thank you, Mike. Anti-aliasing for granted. I implore you, if you want to play the game on the TV and have access to any other platform, you'd be doing yourself a disservice running on Switch. There we go. If you want to play it handheld. No one... Is no one that owns a PS4 or Xbox is buying this on Switch because you could have bought it years ago and it's been like £15 with all the DLC in it for ages now. So you're only really it's, buying it's, this it's if been you've free. only got a Switch. Free? Yeah. It's been free on both consoles at some point or another. Is it? In Has the it? Past. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely on PlayStation, PS Plus, a while back. No. But to be fair, it's got, it's got solid reviews everywhere. I mean, um, yeah, you mean Spot, you, give... you, You've got to review it for what it is. It's a game, an amazing epic game running on mobile hardware that's like years old it's an incredible achievement yeah don't yeah, compare game. it to sorry no no sorry. <laughs> I say, don't compare it to what what xbox and playstation are doing i mean even when i had it originally on on playstation it ran like garbage in some places as well like when you're running through the big city novigrad and i, I played it on launch and it was just so bad i think they eventually patched it out and got it working a bit smoother but at first that game was a big mess on playstation so of course it's going to be a mess on 
on switching places. It used to have the same. I remember the horse just like disappearing at different points and like running into trees and stuff. But oh, Roach was so glitchy. Yeah, absolutely. But they did, you know, they did do a lot of work on, on fixing it. It's whether any of those glitches came over as well to the switch or whether it's just sort of graphical problems. Mm. I'm not too sure. Uh, but again, all the content's included and most people will be happy to know, like Laurie was just saying about brain train, uh, brain training, I should say being a pretty much digital um, purchase. The Witcher 3 is absolutely a physical one because the amount of content you get on the cart, uh, yes, pretty much all the yeah. updates, all the upgrades, everything's on there. Um, yeah. it's 100% Do we know the up. size of a, of it digitally yet? You know what? Massive. Good point. I don't know that. I, massive. Yeah, ma- massive. Yeah, massive. <laughs> massive. Yeah. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. Um, very quickly, Games Radar has given it 3.5 out of 5, seeing The Witcher 3 on Nintendo Switch review. How much are you willing to compromise a well-functioning port of the brilliant game with an unexpected identity crisis? Given the availability of other platforms, the visual compromise makes this technical marvel a difficult sell to first-timers and veterans. So, It'll um, be interesting to see, but I, like, I don't have too many worries about it you know, being awful, because I think what everyone loved about The Witcher when it came out, yes, it looked amazing, but the one thing every review mentioned was the writing and the storytelling Mm. is just fantastic, and that's not going to have changed. Mm. So you're still getting the best of what this has to offer, as far as I'm concerned, but I guess we'll have to wait and get our hands on it to see just how cotton candy these trees look. Mm. I like a cotton candy tree. I like the idea of that. It takes me back. It's kind of Mario-themed as well. Yeah, I'll go with that. It's fine. Uh, guys, let's move on to the sweet releases. Sweet, sweet, sweet releases. Ah, so every week what we do is we talk about the releases set to come out in the next fortnight on the Switch. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll start running through the list. Gents, I will act as judge, jury, and executioner. Just stop me at any point if you do not want me to continue and you want to talk about the game in question. Uh, so first off is Little Town Hero, and that's on the 16th of October, and that is £22.49. pence. It's quite expensive, uh, and the tagline is just quite simply, got any ideas, Hero? Question mark. And you've been... Uh, I know... Um, I, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Laura. You, we were going to make the same point. I was just going to say, you've been playing that, haven't you, Dan? I have, and I don't know, based on the embargo, whether or not I can actually talk about it yet. I can't oh. give a review. Um, Ellie Thought's a really interesting game. I'm quite looking forward to yeah, kind of showing it off more so than actually physically reviewing it I think more people would be quite interested to see the first 10-15 as to whether or not it's a game for them rather than sit down and hear a full review um, it's not as fleshed out as I thought it might be I'll leave it there uh, moving on, Zix Square is £4.49, that's out on the 16th as well, uh, next <laughs> Galena Heights is £8.99 that's on the 16th on the 17th is Domiverse. <laughs> Sounds a bit rude. And that's £12.99. Uh, next one, definitely is rude, is Summer Sweetheart. And that's 17. <laughs> that's on the 17th, and that's £17. And it says, tells that the hero spends a wonderful year with 10 girls. One, one for Andrew, Christ. that one then, is it? Uh, I, was ju- yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say, mate, yeah. 100%. 100%. Get a code for him. Next one, Robbie Ribby. I think I've read that out before. It's £24.29. That's on the 17th. Next one, Sega Ages Columns 2. A World Voyage Through Time. £5.99 on the 17th. Uh, Battle Planet, Judgment Day on the 17th. £13.49. Sub-Level Zero Redux, 17th to the 10th. £13.49. Next, Felix the Reaper, £22.49 on the 17th of the 10th. Uh, Sega Ages Ishident R, £5.99 on the 17th. Again on the 17th, Stranded Sails, Mike, Explorers of the Cursed Islands. Hey. 
It's one you wanted to code review, for. Yeah. What you Again, what's your uh, vibe on this one? Uh, also, well, also under embargo, so I can't talk about it too much. But um, yeah, it's a good little social sim. Again, like you and uh, and Little Town, maybe not as fleshed out as I was hoping it to be. Ooh. But again, uh, both embargoes up on the same day, so I think we'll have reviews out pretty close to each other. Oh, we can have a chat about it. Uh, Strand Sales, Explorers of the Cursed Islands. It's an open-world exploration and farming adventure full of quests and discovery. Your shipwrecked on a mysterious... I, I, I keep... Apelago. Archipelago. Cheers, Mike. Uh, it's up to you to survive <laughs> and solve the mysteries deep in the heart of the islands and finally escape. Cool. Oh. Key features, uh, experience an open world, adventure, uh, farm and cook to survive, manage the creation and expansion of a cruise camp, uh, and explore a diverse array of different islands by foot or by boat. Cool. Next, Maze Breaker on the 17th, £5.99. Next one, Where the Bees Make Honey, uh, £5.59, 17th of the 10th. <laughs> Just realised I sound like a, a horse, you know, reading out all the, the bloody horse on the, the line up to the national or something. Next yeah. one, Ice Age of Scrats, Nutty Adventure, £34.99 <laughs> on the 18th to the 10th. You can get two for one on that one, boys. Next one, Mega Quest. Hang on, sorry, is that real? Or were you they ported the Ice Age game over? Yeah, they, they ported it and made it £34.99. Oh my Christ. Some kid okay, will want that. Yeah. Some kid will want that, and some parent will be like, oh, shut up. Okay, whatever. Some very Fine. unfortunate, uninformed parent. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got to be a good game because it's thirty-five pounds. Uh, next one, Mega Aquarium. That was my best Ben accent, by the way. Uh, Mega Aquarium is nineteen pounds eighty-nine. That's on the eighteenth. Uh, Raging Loop is the eighteenth of the tenth, and that's uh, twenty-four pound ninety-nine. It says the feast has begun. Can you escape the village alive? Um, next one, Starblocks Inc. Is Six pound fourteen, and that is on the eighteenth. On the eighteenth again, Safari Pinball, <laughs> one pounds eighty. Next one, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition, £54.99. You absolute hang fucking on, on. crooks. Wow. Is that like, uh, that's got to be like a Detective Pikachu it is. knockoff, right? Yeah, it says become a Super cyber Sleuth detective. Digimon. Yeah, become a cyber, uh, cyber detective or powerful hacker to solve diabolical Digi Mysteries. Digi Mysteries. Brilliant. What? £54.99. Wow. Bold. Bold pricing. Um, next game is named after my strategy on podcast, which is Just Ignore Them, and that's the 18th, and that's £4.99. <laughs> says the nightmare's just begun. Again, my strategy on podcasts. Um, Mike's strategy on podcast is the next game, Pig Eat Ball, and that's on the 18th. Classic. That's £12.59, yeah. and it says Fight, Eat, and Solve Your Way Through 200-plus action levels using amazing neo-arcade gameplay. Uh, next that's my strategy for life. <laughs> Uh, next one is Laurie's uh, strategy for life when he's got like 50 kids on the way. Street Outlaws, colon, the list, £34.99. <laughs> Maybe that's to be some sort of outfall dodger type person that's going to send them all out to <laughs> grifting, grifting on the like streets. A, yeah, that's exactly it. Rolling dice in the alley. Uh, next one, Day and Night is £12.59. That's on the 22nd of the 10th. Uh, Mary that, Skelter. That's not, uh, sorry, hang on, Day and Night, that's not based off that. Tom Cruise movie of the same name, is it? Let me have a little check. It's not like a weird tie-in game that's come out seven years too late. Uh, in this fast, fun, and frantic puzzle game based on the <laughs> film by Tom Cruise. No, it's not. Uh, it says match. <laughs> no, you had me for a minute, mate. You did. Uh, in this fast, fun, and frantic puzzle game, match can collect blocks and stay alive long enough to change time, flipping both no. the game and the rules. Uh, no, that's just... It looks like I don't, somebody... I, something tells me it's not that, then. I'm pretty sure it's not. 
Not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I haven't even checked what date we're meant to actually read up to here. Hold on, just let me uh, let me uh, check the date, boys. We're going to go up to the 25th. Ah, perfect. So next game is Mary Skelter 2. That's on the 23rd. That's £35.99. Uh, next, Lethis, or Lethis, or Luth, is Path of Progress, and that's £16.19 on the 24th. Next one, uh, Creepy Brawlers is £4, and that's on the 24th. And the, it says the rumble from really down under. As okay. you do. As you do. Yeah. Uh, Cat Quest 2 is on 24th. Hey, oh, there you go. That's one of the mics. That's one Yeah, the first one was really good, actually. I really enjoyed it. So, mm. uh, yeah, I hope to have, I'll, I'll probably be picking that up. Okay. So Maybe not day off. I might pre-order if they've got a discount on it. But, uh, yeah, Cat Quest was really good. So, I'm uh, high hopes for this one. He's in. £12.99 for you there, Mike. And it says, go on the ultimate cat adventure today. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, zero times logic puzzle, a thousand exclamation mark is on the 24th, and that's £11.39. Okay, Dark Devotion, £17.99, and that's on the 24th. Uh, <laughs> next one, Antil, uh, is 24th, and that's £8.99. It says, for Queen and Colony. Next one, interesting game, uh, £16.19. It's Killer Queen Black. And that's on the 25th. Uh, Killer Queen Back is an intense Nintendo Switch multiplayer action strategy platformer for eight up to eight players. Anyone interested? I'm interested because everyone says it's everyone that's played it says really good things about it, and apparently the arcade of it is supposed to be really good. So I'm definitely intrigued to see it and see how it goes. And I can imagine with the uh, sticky sessions we have on Thursday night. Uh, you know, multiplayer games were never really that much of a thing for me, but now that, now that I've found you guys... Um, <laughs> yeah, do you just all need to buy it now? Yeah, we do all need to buy it for that to work, obviously. That's, yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? We've got to buy it. But we're getting challenged online to by people. Other, other other podcasting groups are challenging us, so we've got a, the gauntlet's been laid down. We need to step our game up. Mike, you're going to step up to the plate, mate? You're going you're gonna to jump on? I think I think I can do that, mate. Got I'll my pull back. my weight. I'll pull my weight. Yeah, that's good. Uh, next one, Into the Dead 2, is on the 25th. That's £31.49. Uh, Destiny Connect TikTok Travelers, uh, £35.99 on the 25th. Dusk Diver, 25th again, £34.99. Uh, Zeno Crisis, £15.99, and that's on the 28th of October. And that is it, gents. That is uh, the next two weeks. Any notable shouts on there? Anything you'd uh, be tempted to, to jump on? No, sorry. Cat Quest 2. That's it, really. There's a lot of games that I haven't heard of. Yeah. I mean, that's every week, though. All these sweet releases. Who's buying all these games that they keep pumping out? Someone must be. Someone's buying all these games. It's like Nintendo boasts that there's like thousands of games on there now. It's like, that's not a good thing. (laughs) It's not. And I always wonder, whenever we do this rundown, just how many of these are mobile ports. Mm. True. Very good point. Need to be, um, need to know as well, Overwatch. Mm. Is that out tomorrow? Yeah, that is out tomorrow. You know what I mean? Which three? Out tomorrow. Doesn't mention it on here. Silly. Again, mentioned this in the last podcast. N- uh, Nintendo, sort your shit out. People should know. Why the hell you don't even tell them? It's stupid. <laughs> Nintendo. Disgraceful. Mike, what are you going to buy? Uh, <laughs> are you getting Overwatch? I probably won't get Overwatch. I had it on PS4 and went through the phase, you know, soon after it came out, but... Um, 
I, I've said on the podcast before, I, I have a wall with a lot of games and it's usually around 40 hours. And when I hit it, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> I know there's so much more to play. So um, same, same with The Witcher, really. <clears throat> I probably won't get it just because the, it's so easy to sink so much time into. And there's, mm. there's literally, like we just said, literally thousands of games that I could be playing that I haven't experienced yet. Mm. So um, no, I'll save my money for something that I haven't played before, I think. There we go. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to finish off everything I've got already on on my Switch and Luigi's Mansion coming in a few weeks' time as well. So that's kind of... If there's anything I'm playing, it's going to be Ori in the Blind Forest, which I still need to buy. I've got that. Yes, way actually, I, I, when you say Laurie, you say you still need to buy. Is that because you got the demo recently? Because... I yes. did, and it was fantastic. Yes, and I immediately, immediately put it on the watch list. Yeah, I played the demo. I, I didn't even finish the demo. I played, I don't know, about half hour of it. I thought, yep, that's enough. I'm definitely going to get this game, and I'm definitely yeah. going to love it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. I felt the same. I felt the same. So I'll put, there you go, Dan. There's another one for you. Per- perfect game for the night feeds, Laurie. I think. Yeah. Because that'll, uh, yeah, get the get the feels going, and it's something you just pick up and play when you need to. I, I In your darkest moments. Mm. I used to be really disciplined as well about finishing one game before starting another, but since meeting you guys, it's just now I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to keep up and keep up and play everything. So you just get FOMO, otherwise it's just Mike putting pressure on people to buy games. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sorry, peer pressure guys. from you guys. That's what I do. <laughs> now that you keep inviting me on to talk talk on podcasts about games, I'm like, oh shit, I've got to actually play these games that they want the to talk about. The most annoying. Th- I was going to say the most annoying thing is something like Assassin's Creed, where you've just like because I've got Odyssey and I've sunk so much time into it, I'm still playing Red mm. Dead. I'm trying to finish control. I'm like that the PlayStation itself is just the the sucking my time machine. Honestly, it's just so many games on there that I've just half played but, but can't it's such good quality to try and finish them. It's, yeah, it's, but it's, it's impossible. But, I mean you have a kid, you you know, you're married, you just, <laughs> it's impossible to play a PlayStation these days, but your Switch is just so much easier to play. Hmm. Get through so many more games on the place on the Switch than the PlayStation nowadays. Completely agree. Um so talking of games. We're going to play a little game that we stole. Count that, we stole in one. Take your vow like a water man, yeah. We live in life, Nintendo games playing every night. Just to explain it, IMDb categorizes every game and film with a bunch of crazy users submitted keywords. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a list of 10 keywords per game with 10 points allocated. Should you guess it on the first try or just one point on the very last? Uh, so there's no wrong, wrong <laughs> shit. There's no wrong answers here. Actually, there are wrong answers. So maybe just get it right and you can get some points and this maybe go home with some street cred this time, Laurie. Mm, head to uh, head with Mike this time. It just is. The two I was going to say, I haven't, uh, I haven't been on an OG for this before. So this is my first time. Well, popping your cherry, mate. And, uh, yeah. But again, because it's just the two of you, um, each round you can have as many guests as you want. Okay? Yeah, so no nice. limit okay. at all. Shout out whenever you think anything is there. But you will be told to shut up if you keep on... Uh, just to be clear, these are all games on a Nintendo or on a Switch. They're all so Nintendo. to switch it up a little bit for you, mm. and because we're getting a swab of decent ports over to the Switch, these games from other consoles oh. that I thought you guys might appreciate okay. on the uh, on the Switch. So it could be from any era, any console, but essentially these games that could be ported over. 
at any point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cheering. I guess. I guess. Let's go. You'll yeah. be fine. You'll be fine. Right. <laughs> just so, just um, be prepared, audience. We're going to be shit at this. So just bear with <laughs> us and apologies in advance. This is like... This. Ooh, excited. Go on. Go on. Let's, let's have it. Let's have it. Right. First game. First keyword. Sequel. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Doom 2. Bow and Arrow. Uh, Morrowind. No, um, Oblivion. Uh, uh, Magic. Rise of, the, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Hold on, what did he say? Magic. Magic. Trine 2. Trine 3, Trine 4. Any of the Trine sequels? No. No Trine. <laughs> Disembodied Head. Is it God of War? Oh, he's got it. Yes, I got it. Oh, shit, okay. Smashed that it. can't be yeah. ported to Switch, you lunatic. <laughs> hey, Ori's there, mate. Anything can be ported now. Well, I mean, it wouldn't run for a start, but okay. <laughs> you don't know that. How dare you? Sacrilege. If we chicken run. Uh, I wasn't expecting to have to take bloody points down here. So hold on two seconds. I didn't think anyone would get any. Uh, the game. So, Laurie, you got... Ooh, it was, it was the so Mimir, the disembodied head. He was so cool, that guy. Nice. Well done. Uh, that was the bit that threw me. I, I completely forgot about Mimir until you... You said it just then. It was weird. He was the best part of the game. Mm. It was. Very funny. Even the conversations you used to have with him in the boat. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, that is Laurie. Got seven points for that, Mike. Yes. So just to run through the keywords there for anyone playing at home. Number one, sequel. Next one, bow and arrow. Next one, magic. Disembodied head. Third person view. Father-son relationship. Resurrection, anger, <laughs> boat, <laughs> boat, and then the, and then the final keyword yeah. reference to Thor. Okay, cool. Right. So next one. First keyword. Police. Beat cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's where your head went to straight away. I like it. Mate, it's the only cop game I've played recently. But yeah. Next one. Death. Action game. Blood splatter. Uh, oh, uh, sleeping dogs. Dual wielding. Uh, One true crime. One against true many. Crime, LA. Is it a Far Cry? You're policing one of that. No. Part of trilogy. Uh, oh, uh, Max Payne, Max Payne he's 2, Max it. Payne he's 3. He's got it, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. Well done. Oh. Mate, that threw me for a loop for a minute. I was like, which police dual wield? <laughs> Badass policeman. Like, There's only one bad boy who knows how to dive through the air. To be fair, I think probably both would have gone on the next keyword, so it's good that you got on that one. So, uh, Mike, that was... Eight, seven, six, five, four... Four points for Mike. Ooh, it's going to be a tasty one today. Mm. So the keywords there, it was police, death, action game, blood splatter, dual wielding, one against many, part of trilogy, neo-noir, slow motion, dead son. <laughs> Sorry. Dead <laughs> Shouldn't make me laugh. Um, okay, next game. First keyword. 
Game faces, gents, please. Oh, character name in title. Mario 64. Jungle. Donkey Kong Country. Fuck off, you got it? Yeah. <sighs> Do you know what, man? I was thinking of Tropical Freeze. That was How my next one. How the fuck did you get that in two? <laughs> Uh, oh, that, that was there to throw and throw you both as well. Well done, fucking hell! Damn, man. you're confusing me because I was thinking, oh, these all PlayStation games, okay? And then that I'm was like, why I was trying because technically it's not on the console, so it's still the port. But um, but hold on, is it on the? No, it's not on the SNES online thing, not. is it yet? Okay. Uh, so you're on seven, and that was nine. You got nine yes. points for that, so you're on oh, sixteen. Redeeming myself. Wow. How many are there? Wow. Can we stop now? <laughs> to be fair, you'd, you'd stop now and you still have more points than anyone else combined in the previous games. So on for one. So the rest of the keywords there. Uh, character name and title. Jungle. Three-word title. Barefoot cartoon animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that classic clip. <laughs> Next one, rocking chair. Frog. Side-scroller. Swimming. Swordfish. Minecar. Swordfish, man, that would have been the absolute giveaway. No, I actually no, come put on. that second at one point, Rock- and I was like, oh, yeah, that would give it away immediately. Yeah, so. no, definitely. I, I like Rocking Chair. Well, That's what I think of when I think of that game. Oh, yeah, that, that game with the Rocking Chair in it, yeah. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the game that you think about that. Uh, right, next sure. one. By the way, there's four more games, so Mike, mm. plenty to play for, Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. First keyword. Open world. Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Um, yeah, GTA 5. I was waiting for the next clue, but yeah, GTA 5. Fighter Jet. Ace Combat 7. GTA 4. Oral Sex. GTA 3. <laughs> this is not a GTA game. GTA. Um, airplane, the movie, the game. No. I'm not sure if that's real, but I really hope it is. Hip hop. Is it Miami Vice? Is it GTA San Andreas? He's got oh, it. God. Fucking oh, hell, he went for okay. it. Took you fucking long enough there. Mate, I was, I was just thinking Miami one. What was the Miami one? Is that not that one? Uh, Vice City. Vice yeah, City. Yeah, Vice City. What I wanted to say. GTA San Andreas. San Andreas. Thank you. Thank you. Seven, so. This is close. Mike's on 12. Ooh. Laurie's on 16. Ooh. Lordy lord. So the keywords are first one, open world, fight jet, oral sex, hip hop, driving a car, hand grenade, gang violence. Uh, for some reason, I've put fighter jet in again, so it's probably a good thing that you got it. Uh, next one, killing police. And then number 10, San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Might, I might start to give up, give up on that one <laughs> towards the end of it but that would be a great port wouldn't it if you got one of those GTA old oh, games oh yes I would I can't believe yeah, GTA got... 5 hasn't been ported that was a PS3 game bring that across it was come on great game as well okay uh, well technically it wasn't GTA GTA 5 is that what you just said 5 yeah that was PS3 and then Sold more on PS5 now, on PS4 now, I guess. Yeah, good point. Yeah, and GTA 4 as well. Great game. Mm. Okay, next one. First keyword 
female hero. Tomb Raider. Artificial intelligence. Uh, Metroid Prime. Silent protagonist. Mm. Test chamber. Portal. Oh, portal. Uh, portal. 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 Oh, portal. Oh, I said it first. I said it first. Portal, portal two. Portal two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it first. Come on. That was jammy. I'm sorry. Well, can we? Oh, we need a. We need a photo Ooh. finish on that one. <laughs> I don't know who said it there. I don't know who said it. Me. I think Laurie got portal, but I got portal two. However, I will give him that. Right. Because okay. I kind of I jammied. I I coattailed off him there. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to do there. But just little tangent that really needs to be ported. A yeah, portal collection absolutely. would be would be amazing. If that happened, we'd it all needs be the to winners. Be ported too. <laughs> Just the orange box yep. in general. Give us give us that. Give us like the extended. S- seven points there, and I'm, I'm very I'm confused as to who to give them to mm. because really Mike did say portal two. You can listen back on the recording, but I said portal oh. two at the same time. I know, but then that would be that would defy the point of the game, and then mm. I'll have to pause it and tell people who won. And we Flip won't a coin. Anyone. Okay, I'm going to... You could just, you know what, I'm you gonna, just skip it, or I don't know, whatever. going to give it to Laurie. But. 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 So you're on 23, Mike's on 12. But if I go back and I hear that Mike said Port 2 first... I I'm did. Give the points to I Mike. know I did, but that being said, <laughs> I d- I'm not sure I would have said it if, if Laurie hadn't said Portal. So, so anyone listening, go and go and find out on Twitter who's actually going to pull each other's hair out. And uh, I'm going to get loads of Mike fans angrily tweeting me the next few days, aren't I? Like, you robbed him, you bastard. It's going to be like I think, um, <laughs> I think you who shot first in Star, Star Wars. <laughs> Do you not have an army of Twitter followers? Are you're going to organise a pylon. <laughs> Right, boys, next keyword. <laughs> so, okay, go on. Still doing this, okay. <laughs> still, still going, don't worry. Humanity in peril. Mass Effect 3. Fuck Two, off. one, <laughs> come no. on, yes! No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, come on, at least give me Portal now. You want me to have any chance? You, you've got to give me... You go, oh, fuck's sake. Oh my god, no one's ever done that before. No, you got it on the first go. Of all the generic peril. descriptors as well. Mankind in peril or whatever. Think about just, how many games I, that applies to. I just like he said it and then he just went through Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3. Just, just before he came along, wow. I didn't well make my points again. Jesus. Right, so the keywords for anyone playing at home there. Actually, I forgot to say very quickly for Portal. So, uh, female hero, artificial <laughs> intelligence, silent protagonist, <laughs> chamber. Innovation, passive aggression, cake, puzzle solving, platform game, science. Uh, and for Mass Effect, humanity in peril, well done, Laurie. Weapon, credits, alien technology, lesbian, racial prejudice, commando, optional romance, outer space, and galactic federation. You say credits was the second clear? Uh, th- it was the third. What does credits mean? Credits. It has credits. credits. Currency, credits. Like currency, currency. yeah. Oh, right, okay. Mate, you got on the first one, so you can't... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I love Mass Effect. Give those points to Mike now. I love Mass uh, Effect. Even though he still can't win, so Mike, sorry, mate. Even though technically oh. on 12, you've still beaten anyone else before, so that should be something you should go home with. Final game, boys. Mike, for prize, Laurie. Let's see if you can you can extend yourself. 
first two <laughs> Sorry. <words. laughs> I was just, yeah, <laughs> no, I, was, I caught Laurie's what? eyes there. Nothing. <laughs> 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 None of your business, guys. So it okay. got me into this mess. Calm, boys. Yeah, good point. Uh, first keyword. Diamond ring. Uncharted. Based on theme park attraction. Hang on, based on the actual attraction. Not, it's not like a roller coaster tycoon. It's based on theme park attraction. It's a keyword. It's a great keyword. I feel like we must be able to get it just from that. There's not that many attractions, right? Yeah. Next one, skeleton. Pirates of the Caribbean, something. Oh, wait, is it hang Pirates on. of the Caribbean? I don't know yes. any Pirates of the Caribbean games. The Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, On Stranger Tides, <laughs> fucking whatever the <laughs> fourth one was called. You keep going. Go on. Oh, you should think, think around it. Is it was it Salazar or something? Was it? It's called. I don't know what the mm. Pirates of the Caribbean Tar and games. Feathers. Tar and Feathers. What? That's the game, is it? Point and click. Um, is it Monkey Island? The secret of Monkey Island. Oh, Laurie got that first. He did. Technically, yeah, he said he did. Monkey Island. And it's the curse of Monkey Island. So oh, the okay. keywords are diamond ring, based on theme park attraction, skeleton, tar and feathers, stolen treasure, point and click, undead, turned to gold, bound and gagged, and final keyword, pirates. Is so it, based that, on which theme park ride is that based on? I don't know. If one of you can Google it while I'm just tallying up the scores. Uh, Who gave you these keywords? IMDB, mate. Ten. Take it out with him. Six. So Laurie finishes on 39. Monkey Jesus. Bloody with a, You can hell. just put a big old asterisk next to that, Dan. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Or <laughs> it could be 32 to 17. That's the best case scenario. So, Mike, um, you finished on 12 or 17. Laurie, 39 well, or 32. So I know which one of those scores I'll be getting tattooed <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> Got me there. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Well done, Laurie. Mm. Smashed it, mate. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Mm, disgraceful. Uh, so let's switch it up. Oh, switch it up. Gentlemen, yeah. Oh, do you like that? Do you like that one, Mike? That was that was a good segue. Yeah, well done. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, so we're going to talk about the games that we have been playing over the last couple of days. Um, you know what, Mike? Should we break some embargoes? Uh, I don't think we should. No. I think we should. I think we should. <laughs> I, and I, I should I release should. this when's on Wednesday this going morning. Out? I was going to say, when's this? When's the pod going out? Let's do it Wednesday morning. Okay. Let's let's break an embargo. <laughs> technically <laughs> and tell Laurie all about the games and just hope he doesn't blow us up should we do that I mean I've got other games to talk about but yeah why not let's go why, I mean, I'm interested not? about Little Town Hero so um, well, yeah, I played I played two hours of it so I can give you a very early thoughts on it so um, it isn't what you expect already I've kind of gone through most of the tutorial and a little bit set up where you play this character called Axe. You are stuck in your village, or your town, I should say, and you just constantly live there. You know, you can't exit it. You're in this kind of like, I don't know, like ravine, you know, encapsulated by mountains around you. And the only way to get in or out of it is the castle. 
So you're kind of jokingly always trying to break into the castle to be able to um, persuade them to let you go on an adventure. And that's really the kind of setup of the game. Um, combat's pretty fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so it's it's really, really strange. So you, you kind of, you're, you're wanting to break an opponent. So it's got the kind of RPG, JRPG trope of you need to play um, a certain move. But it calls it like is it's and brizits and it's just it's really really like very very weird for such a a kiddie game because ostensibly it is a kind of kids game to have such a complicated combat mechanism in it i just don't i don't really understand it too much so yeah either way the, the complexity aside of the the language used the, the process is relatively simple and then you break your the kind of enemy and then you're able at if you do break them fully to be able to kind of like all out attack them um they've got maybe three hearts um, so that's three attacks. So if is you can it real, get... real time or turn based? Uh, turn based. Okay. So it's, it's good. It's fine. It's okay. The artwork's stunning. The music's not really gripped me. It's not. Um, it's not really got the depth of something like Nino Cooney, um, where I think it's kind of trying to hang its hat a little bit. Um, yeah. All in all, at the moment, a bit underwhelmed. It's not. It's not tracking very high, but I'm going to see how it kind of plays out over the next couple of hours. But yeah, that's kind of it. It's a bit, bit, bit of a damp squib. It doesn't feel like there's been much hype for it. I don't, know. I don't feel like mm-hmm. Nintendo have been making a big, big deal of it. I don't think they, they must realise it's not, not a stellar game. I think uh, Game Freak have potentially put it out to die a little bit as well. Just where it's kind of placed in uh, in the year. You know, it's not really a, an active time for selling games. Hence the reason why. Super ports are kind of coming out at this point to try and kickstart the Switch sales. So mm. um, it's not going to be a system seller. I think it's probably priced right where it is in around the 23 quid mark. I think that's okay. Um, I, again, I've not really progressed too far in storyline yet, but I can't see it gripping me too much. It just centers around you and your best friend. Um, so, yeah, it's you is can tell it's a Game Freak game, though. I think that's probably the only silver lining. So I'm just kind of hoping it... Uh, did it have the working title just town? Yeah, it used to be called just town. Because when I, well, I think from what little I did see back when before it was given its proper title, it looked a lot more like a social sim to mm. me, like Stardew, like my time at Porsche, like Stranded Sales. Mm. Uh, well, to some extent, um, is it at all? Is it because what you're describing doesn't sound like that much? I think that's kind of where I'm not jaded by it, but even. Any game with a prolonged tutorial where you don't really get into the meat and, meat, meat and bones of the game, it just it kind of leaves me relative, just relatively lacklustre, I think. So I haven't even got to the social sim element, but I'm presuming with Stranded Sales, that throws you straight in at that because it's the kind of the hook of the game. And that's kind of where Stardew throws you straight in and goes, right, go and find your way. Um this is kind of hand-holding all the way through tutorial mode, so I don't know. It's just a bit strange. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'd still probably pick it up just because I've enjoyed what I've seen of it in the past, but yeah, probably definitely a wait for you. Overall, would you say, is it worth the 22, whatever you said, for someone, uh, you you know me, you know the kind of games I like. Hmm. Is it? Would you say it's worth picking up day one? I think if it opens up, I think it'd be quite interesting for you to see it. And what I'm going to do is, um, rather than do the atypical review, um, 
I'm going to try and do a video showing the first hour of mm-hmm. the of the game for people on day one to decide whether or not they want to pick it up or not. Um, so I'll post that up and probably do a quick look video as well, just on Twitter, just with a bit of content on there as well, just to kind of explain my thoughts or just a, a simple premise of the game rather than tinge you with any sort of negativity. But it's pretty fucking cool to get a code from um, you know for a game that big. I think that's a huge thing for most of the guys. We're all kind of going off it in the WhatsApp group for a little while, so... Hopefully it'll be the, the first of many, um, which I'm pretty happy with. And you've only played it for two hours. Do you think there's a chance it could redeem itself yet? I mean, a lot of RPGs, 100%. they say, oh, you have to play it for at least 10 hours before it gets good. And yeah. I'm like, okay, no then. Uh, but yeah. yeah, two hours, you're still quite early doors, so you could, it could all unfold and be, be a lot better than you think. Completely agree, and that's where I'm willing to kind of not hang. I'm not going to die on the hill, Laurie. Uh, I think I'll, I'll play it for a little bit longer and see where it takes us. Um, but in terms of what I've seen so far, just because it's underwhelming, I, again, it's just giving me the same vibe as Nino Kuni 2 when I jumped into that after playing the first mm. quite religiously. Um, Nino Kuni 2 was just it, it started really, really strange, just didn't really engage you in any sort of way. The storyline was quite weak and voice acting the music it, the music was like too low in the background I don't know what it was it was such a strange game um, but even some like Kingdom Hearts 3 as well with all these AAA blockbuster games that are coming out the amount of money that Square Enix had to throw at Kingdom Hearts 3 you think they probably would have made a more engaging game that wasn't just a a wank piece for people that enjoyed the first couple of others so I don't know um, I'm not to call uh, Little Town Hero is a wank piece for people that love JRPGs, <laughs> but it is. It's it's got that kind of. You've got to be really into that cutesy JRPG vibe and enjoy uh, convoluted battle kind of dynamic. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to be. I, I can't really see it open up enough in terms of the playability for me to enjoy it as much as something like uh, again another JRPG that I'm just trying to think of, but. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Any of the Final Fantasy games, you know, where really the storyline is a bit weird at first, but you know it's going to open up and it's got that promise. Um, I've still, I've got my reservations here. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know how that goes in a couple of days' time, and hopefully get a review up on the site before the end of the week when we frequent EGX. Uh, Laurie, what have you been playing, mate? I have recently finished uh, Link's Awakening in the last couple of days. Okay. Mm. Enjoy it. <coughs> Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I it's made me really want more of these just small, simple games that hark back to a more simpler time where I was playing it and I was sort of differing between if I'm on the PlayStation, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the moment and then I'm jumping back onto Link's Awakening and I'm just like, oh, mm. just give me these small, self-contained, 10 to 15 hour, straightforward games that are just fun. There's no... There's no padding or filler in that game at all it's just so nice and just leads you around a nice little island it's just so comforting love it familiar as well i think that's where most people um are kind of enjoying themselves so much seems to be the thing that people are most enjoying and then people that criticize in the game are also going oh there's nothing different in this game compared to the, the you know the old one and most people kind of turn around and go, it's a remaster. You know, it's not a, mm. it's not a remake or a revisioning of it. But yeah. Did you pick this one one up at all, Mike? Or was this something you got? Um, no, actually, I, I haven't, again, <laughs> because the, the backlog is just <laughs> fucked. 
But uh, yeah, no, I've got too much crap to go through at the moment. So I know it's Blasphemous is one of the games that we all should have picked up day one. Oh. But I know that if I did, I'd play the first few hours of it and then go, right, I'll clear my backlog and get back to, you know, because I, I want to mm. do the ones I'm playing at the time. And then I'd just never get back to it. And by the time I did, it would be way cheaper to buy it pre-owned or, or maybe there's a sale. I don't know. Hmm. It, it'll, 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 it's on the list but yeah. yeah again I'm in the kind of same boat as Laurie as well in that I have a PS4 I've got backlog games on that from you know the PS Plus this month and stuff I don't buy games on the PS4 that much anymore the last one I did was Control and that was a bit of a one off for me but usually I just wait till PS Plus comes around play the two games or whatever you get but even that I'm struggling to, to find time Mm. So uh, I, I let my PS Plus lapse. It was just years went by before I ever played any of them. I even stopped downloading them. I was just like, I'm never going to play these games, am I? Right, <laughs> there you go. So it's just, yeah, it's tough. It's hard. And I, I kind of, I used to hate months where I got games that I'd already played, but now it's a blessing. <laughs> but yes, I have time. Yeah. So uh, one day, but yeah, not so far. So what, what made you complete it then, Laurie? What was the kind of the drag in it that, or what was the defining feature of that game that kept you coming back for more? Was it just the portability of it? You know what? The, so, Link's Awakening, we're still talking about here, right? So, in the first yeah. few hours of it, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I didn't blank out for a second there. Like, what? That's fine. <laughs> the first few hours of it, I was playing this thinking, oh, this is, I'm going to remember all this and it's not going to be that much fun. Because I obviously played it on the Game Boy. It's one of my favourite games um, hmm. of all time. But, it's funny what you remember, what you don't remember, because the first so going around the forest and the first dungeon, I kind of remembered room by room, and I thought, oh, this is going to be boring. But after that, after the first few hours, I stopped remembering it all. I, this was, it was all like playing a brand new game again. I could not remember any of the stuff. Well, I got to the animal village, and I was like, huh, yeah, oh yeah, the whole village full of crazy animals to talk to, and it, it, all these little things that just just make you smile as you go around it. That you're just not expecting it. It's so unlike a game now, and even if you've been you've played it before. If you're anything like me, you probably played it like 20 years ago, and it just mm. seems fresh again. And I defy anyone to remember this whole game. Uh, so they're just just rediscovering it all, just getting through the dungeons is so satisfying. They're like in, intricate little puzzle boxes for themselves, and the overworld stuff. There's not that much overworld stuff in this game. But most of it's in the dungeons, and they're just so satisfying little self-contained puzzles to just find your way around and unlock the the final room. Mm. I remember. Um I, I genuinely didn't think I owned this game when I was younger. But then when I was playing it, I was like having kind of waves of um, like remembering it. Yeah. It was yeah. really, really weird. So even just the music or down to seeing, is it Marin, you know, where she's singing the Windfish song mm. or just such a strange, strange game. And it, it almost the dream state that it's made from, like the Twin Peaks-esque kind of vibes that it's got. Um I was having the kind of same waves of just like, have I played this fucking game? Like, I can't. Re I remember that owl. What's the <laughs> owl? Yeah, I remember what he was going to say. Yeah, I remember that kind of rock that you got to push to do something. It was really strange, and I kind of got to halfway through it and had the same point that you did, but I never completed the game. So I think I got to the point I did the other day and kind of gave up because I was stuck and I just didn't know what to do. And um, whatever the, the cheat codes websites were back in the day, probably didn't give me a guide that was explicit enough to try and complete it. So, and are you still playing uh, it? Are you still gonna? Are you gonna keep going through it? Yeah, it, it's one that I'm kind of saving for the train journey over to um, over to EGX. So mm. I was, was kind of going trying. I was going to try and throw myself back into Fire Emblem um, because I'm there with Pete. Otherwise, he'll henpeck me the whole way to play it. 
Um, so I'll probably probably finish off Link's Awakening. I think I've got about another two to three hours, so that'll get me get me set for London and uh, meeting other nerds, and playing games and doing that kind mm. of stuff. So. I think with Link's Awakening as well, there's no it's not a hard game. There's nothing that really pushes back against you. It's just you just need to keep wandering around and you'll you'll eventually unlock it. It's so it's satisfying from that point of view. It's not, it's not like, it doesn't feel like, oh, some games, you know, they're just really hard and you think, oh, I can't bring myself to mm-hmm. play it tonight, I'm too tired. But with Link's Awakening, it doesn't matter. You just you just keep playing it and it will, yeah. it will eventually, and it doesn't take that long. So you know that you can do a dungeon in under an hour from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And there's, what, I think eight, eight dungeons and there's maybe sort of half hour in between each one of gameplay. So it's just such a sort of nicely small little self-contained nuggets of gameplay that are just very satisfying mm-hmm. to pick off one, one by one. What's the uh, what's the dungeon creator like? Because I remember that was being sort of touted as a big feature. Yeah, uh, you make your own Sharam online. Yeah, that's for someone who's not played it. That's a total nonsense waste of time. Don't you, <laughs> no one ever needs to do that. <laughs> no, I, I, really? I, I played around with it for a minute, but it's just if you like, it's just it gives you the same pieces from the dungeons you've already solved, and you just can plonk them down. But there's no kind of cohesion to them. You just can kind of plonk them down, plonk them down randomly. And because you can't really share them, and because you've made them, they're not really that fun to play, because you're like, well, I know this. They're not complicated mazes. Uh, you know yeah. the secrets to... It's, it's like when someone else is designing it, they can do really ingenious, clever things. But when you're just plonking pieces down, there's no kind of ingenuity. And just walking through them after you've made it isn't really that fun there's no online sharing or anything like that no I mean if there was that would be more interesting but even then people were still going to have a very limited tool set so there wouldn't be that much they could do with it to Mm. make it too ingenious or or fun it's a shame because off the back of the Mario Maker success I'm not obviously not expecting anything as in depth as that but you know it's it's just a shame to uh, because I remember reading up in about it up to the release that was one of the big, I was like, oh yeah, it's a brand new feature that everyone's going to love mm. and get on board with this and it's an extra thing to do. It's Yeah, it's a shame to hear that it's basically, don't bother. I think if you've got a mate or if you're more probably accurately in Nintendo's eyes, if you're like a kid in the playground at school and you can make one and then you know, take, your, take your amiibo into school and give it to your mates to take home that night mm. and then they can play it, that would be fun if it was just that kind of simple and it's more for kids I think where they don't really want to anything too ingenious it's just fun walking around something your friend made and there's that kind of novelty and it's it's special for that reason but for sort of cynical jaded old old people like us I don't, yeah, it's just kind of seems like <laughs> a waste of time you know I've got a huge load of other games I'd rather be playing than playing through my own dungeons that I've made I'm like what's the point can I piss people off with it no not interested <laughs> exactly. um Mike, what have you been playing, mate? What's uh, it's been taking up your time? I don't think I can, mate. I don't think I can break this embargo. Oh, he's uh, do yeah, it. no, no, I won't. Um, I, I don't think they'll mind because it's all very positive. Uh, I've been playing That's Stranded good. Sales. Um, I've got to remember the subtitle because I, it's just called Stranded Sales, right? No, uh, <laughs> Stranded Sales: yeah. Explorers of the Cursed Islands. And uh, like we were saying earlier, it's sort of a Social sim-esque, and I say esque because it's very actually, it's lighter than I was expecting on the social sim for what it's being touted as. Um, Pirate-themed RPG, but again, very light on the RPG. Um, Yeah, like you were saying earlier, you're stranded after a shipwreck in an archipelago, uh, which, for those who don't know, is a small collection of islands. Um, And uh, yeah, it's a bit... 
It's a bit Wind Waker-esque, mm. actually, as you navigate around the different islands, gathering resources and going on quests and meeting people and bringing them back to your camp. Um, I don't want to say too much because there isn't much to say without spoiling a lot of the stuff behind it because it is it is lighter than you might imagine going in. And when I did start playing, I was expecting a full-on Stardew Valley mm. um, my time at Porsche type game, but actually it's a lot more like a traditional linear action game, mm. which okay. isn't bad, which isn't bad because it, it, it sort of everything is designed to play that way. So, for example, farming is a lot more <coughs> streamlined and simplified. Uh, same with the social side of it. You can build relations with people, but it doesn't go so far anyway. I'm about 10 hours in, so um, I think I've got a pretty good grasp. No idea how long it is. I might be in the last couple of hours. No idea. Um, so I'm hoping it's not like it's a not it's, it's not like a really Stardew open-ended endless it's game. It's not. There is an end. As far as I can tell, no. Yeah, because there's not as much in the way of developing your skills or stuff. You can get improvements to your tools, but but this is what I mean. It's very light on the RPG. Mm. Whereas Stardew, you can go right. I want to be a farmer for the rest of my life in this game, or mm. I want to be really good at fishing or, or just make friends with all the people in town or, or go mine till they reach the bottom of the mines. This is a lot more, there's not really much incentive to do past what your current mission is, but through the game, your missions will give you a nice broad exploration and, and sense of the game. So um, again, don't want to say too much, but overall, it's worth it, you know. I mean, I think uh, I was just checking. It's twenty one twenty four at the moment. Twenty one pounds mm. twenty four down from twenty four ninety nine mm. um, is the pre order purchase uh, pre order price. But um, I'd say it's well worth it. Is, so has far. it been out anywhere before? Or is it coming out everywhere? No, I, I believe I believe this is a new game on all consoles, and it is on all all platforms. Mm. I, I know it's on PS four and, and Steam, so I'm assuming it's Xbox as well. Mm. But it, um, it, I think anyone who anyone who enjoys social sim games and likes a bit of a like you were saying, Laurie, um, earlier, you say you like a good, easy experience that you can sort of one and done. I mm. feel like as I'm getting through the game, I feel like that's where this is going. Um, mm. In fact, Dan, you even mentioned that there is a conclusion, or well, I don't think you do. Reading the description, you uh, you read that. There's an escape, which I don't know. It feels like maybe it's a kind of, hey, we don't need to leave this place we've built an amazing home for ourselves in after all kind of game. But yeah, yeah. It, I wouldn't be surprised if I got through enough quests that it finally went, right, we're ready to set sail again or whatever. Oh, okay. So, it does look really um, nice. Looking, looking at pictures it, of it now, and it looks really nice. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice art style and... The music is fantastic, actually. Uh, Dan, again, you were saying that was one of the things you were a bit disappointed by. This is one of the areas I think this game outright, hands down, beats out Stardew Valley. Oh, which is really? saying a lot, because okay. Stardew Valley has an incredible soundtrack. Some of the tracks in this, I found myself just putting the controller down just to listen to. Mm. So it's really, really, really good. Um, again, I think people going in expecting a full-on social sim like it's being touted as might be a bit disappointed. Because they'll go, oh, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Which are these things that are standard in every other mm. game like this. But it's just because it's not the focus of the game. And uh, 
yeah, it's a it's a weird hybrid. But once you fall into that groove, I think it took me a couple of hours to like, right, this is the kind of game this is. It's doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. You said se- it's it's really yeah. Good. You're selling me on it. It sounds good. Yeah. yeah no, I definitely definitely recommend picking it up. Definitely. The last time you were so, this passionate about was Moonlighter, and we know how. Well, we know there you go. We know how that. Yeah, I was gonna say. So uh, sorry for breaking the embargo, but hopefully it's all positive. Please don't positive. sue us. You'll have a full review up on the site. <laughs> Full review up on the site, hopefully on Embargo Day, which is the 18th. So, uh, Friday. What's that? Friday. Friday. There we go. Decent. Mm. Cool. Very, very cool. Uh, So, let's move on to the question block. So, everyone on Discord this time has been asking us questions. We kept it to Discord because we knew those reprobates would come out with some absolute drivel. And we like reading drivel out on a Monday evening. Uh, so, Mike, I'm going to start with you. And mm-hmm. this is from Eggshen. And he wrote this. I said, if today was the, twi- uh, the Twitch, if today was the Switch 20-year anniversary, what would be your defining game of the system? Hmm. Oh, God. I mean, it's it is. Breath of the Wild for me, I, was, I think. Yeah, same. It's Breath of the Wild. And I hate to say it because it's almost a boring answer, isn't it? Oh really yeah, the is. launch title. That was <laughs> no, but it is. That's the that is the defining game of the Switch. And maybe it's because we haven't had. It's only been out, you know, a few years or whatever. I think it takes a lot. Is. Yeah, take a lot to displace that as number one. Surely, yeah, absolutely. I, I'd say absolutely. I, I'd say one, two, Switch for me. Uh, does, does everything. <laughs> does everything. Get out. Needs it to. Get out. Comes on the lab podcast. Last podcast for a while. Absolutely batters everyone on a game. Comes out with one, two, switch. Yeah. Mercurial yeah. performances, Laura. Uh, no, and, and can I do a real answer now? Because uh, I would actually say Mario Kart 8, even though it's a Wii U game. Okay. Uh, I just think that's the archetype. Like, that is the game where you're most likely to play it in tabletop mode and actually pass the controller off to someone else. And, I mean, it's the number one selling game by quite some margin. It's great mm. in handheld, on the TV, on tabletop. Anyone can play it. You can pass a Joy-Con off to, to anyone and they know how to play it. And it's probably one of the only games that you can play with a Joy-Con on its side and it actually work and still be playable. So yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say Mario Kart 8. And the fact that it's still like the number one selling game, everyone that buys a Switch will buy Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 will be in the top 10 mm. for the rest of the generation, well, the rest of the Switch's lifespan. Everyone will buy Mario Kart 8 when they buy a Switch, and they should. It's it's a brilliant game. Mm. Yeah, anyone that doesn't doesn't have a soul. Uh, I just to make it a bit different, I go with Splatoon 2. Oh, yes. Just to say, yeah, uh, many a sweaty afternoon with Pete playing Splatoon 2, and yeah, trying to level up and get different gear and jumping into that game. It was so much fun. I would Such love to play that game. on multiplayer with you guys. And- do a Discord. That would yes. be good fun. I tried to persuade Steve to do it, but he's just being an arsehole about yeah, it. He just doesn't want to play Splatoon 2. The man's, a, the man's a monster. He is. He's, he's just absolute dictator. Terrible. Uh, so EP McCauley has written, if you could bring only three things in a survival kit for EGX this weekend, what would you bring and why? Ooh, that's a very, very good, interesting, interesting question. Um, so number one, I would bring toothpaste. That's pretty boring. <laughs> number two, Strongbow Dark Fruits. Oi, oi. And then number three, probably going to have to eat something. So let's go with pizza. I'd bring a pizza with me. Those three things. You're just going to stand around the convention center with the pizza box in your hand. Mate, you don't, you don't know me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our roll. Uh, it's our roll. Mike, what would you take if you were coming to EJX, but you're oh, not because you're stupid? I'm not, no. Um, hand sanitizer. <laughs> um, Good answer. Pepper spray. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh God, I don't know, and a balaclava so I can nick all the new games. That's a good one. I like that. Laurie, what are you going to go for? I went to three things. Have to be the kids, technically, <laughs> oh, yeah. you to make it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I've, as you know, I've been really wanting to come to this one and, and meet up with all you guys. But I was like, would the wife be really pissed off if I just left her in hospital with the babies and just jump on a train <laughs> for the day and play computer games? Everyone would be like, Where, "Where's where's your husband?" Oh, he's just pissed off into London to play computer games with a load of people we met on the internet <laughs> yeah and so sadly we have to we have to skip it this year I would have uh, take a battery pack because you spend a lot of time queuing up so either for your phone or your switch you'd be playing them a lot um, take yeah. some deodorant because there are a lot of smelly people there when I went to EGX mm. before I went with my wife actually she tagged along with me and she just had fun going around street passing people but she was just like why does it smell so much in here what's going on <laughs> So take some deodorant, you can just spray people when they're not looking. And uh, yeah, you'll need snacks as well, because like I say, you spend a lot of time in line waiting to play games. So yeah. take some take some chocolate bars of choice. I'd take a double-decker, but that's just me. You know, other chocolate bars are very popular. You know, Kit Kat Chunkies, they're good. Mm-hmm. Really feeling boosts at boosts, the moment. yeah, you want something. You're clearly, you're a parent of young children. You want something which is going to give you a kind of a little energy boost. and some, Yeah, you want some biscuit and caramel and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I ordered uh, I ordered something from a place called the Midnight Delivery, and they do like that persona? dessert delivery. Oh, huh? Sounds something from Persona. It does sound very Persona, and maybe that's why. Um, and what they had, they brought a it was cookie dough wrapped around uh, Milky Way rolls with Nutella in the middle of it. Bloody I'm hell! I'm pretty sure I nearly died from that. Bloody pretty hell! Pretty sure yeah. I nearly died. It was ruthless. Yeah. Uh, speaking of ruthless, Age of Boredom, Age of Boredom has written, "When's Pornhub coming to the Switch?" <laughs> Did you see Pornhub's banter at uh, Fortnite's expense? No, trying to, done. you know, social media person did a good day. Uh, it was because there was the black hole <laughs> on on face on Fortnite that everyone was staring at, and they tweeted out something like, "You know, we've got much better holes you can stare at." Wink, oh, right, winky okay. emoji, Brilliant. winky emoji. So just you know, topical Pornhub reference there to go with the question. Uh, no, it's it's, it's like never kind it. of come on, is it? I mean, if you really wanted it, you could uh, jailbreak your Switch and do a homebrew kind of thing. But um, <laughs> why? Probably easier ways you can access. I was going to say, porn. the Switch is basically your phone in this situation. I don't even know. Is Pornhub on other consoles? Is it? Can you? Is there an uh, app for it? Don't pretend you don't know, Dad. Or? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at all. I just can't imagine. I don't know if for some reason it seems wrong with analog controllers on some sort of dodgy site to like have it on there. It's like, ooh, as if you can what, control people. What are you doing with your controller? <laughs> We're moving off this question very quickly. Uh, so Dreamcast Barber, bit of an obber, mm. said, uh, EJX is this weekend. What is everyone's links scent of choice? <laughs> he said, I'm a dark, tempta- I'm a dark temptation guy. Uh, links pulse for me, just mm-hmm. from the, uh, the old tunes. Uh, it's mm. I think Link Af- Links Africa yeah, came out when I was at school and everyone got very excited about that. I was I was gonna say I don't think I've used Links since I was at school and it was Africa was the uh, oh I mean chocolate was the big one for a few weeks but Africa always smelled best chocolate, chocolate was because they had that advert 
Yeah, Link's Chocolate. They had that advert of the guy made of chocolate walking down the road. Do you remember? Yeah. And all these ladies like the women just been. taking bites out of him. Yeah. Um, uh, Oddman84 then commented on it saying, nah, uh, Link's nah, mate. F- dove for men. Clean comfort. I'm a, um, I'm a right guard kind of guy. Just throwing it out there. Anyone needs to know. But I've moved on to the, some of the Nivea stuff as well. Keeps me fresh. Uh, Dreamcast Bob then said real gamers use links. No, they don't. No, they don't. Um, okay. They use Dream- Dorito dust. Like just spread it under there and shit. Like just yeah. In. yeah. Oh, that's vile. Go get that gamer must. What flavor Doritos though? The cheesy ones or like cool? The blue ones? I the blue know. flavor? That was the meme, yeah. What about the red ones? Fla- flame flame that might be painful. Yeah, like, Someone try it and let us like know. It. Tweet me. Eggman 64. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, Eggman 64. Uh, Barber then went on to say, which game character would be your ideal mum? <laughs> Who asked that? Um, the mum from Pokemon, because she just don't give a shit, does she? She, she really just doesn't lets you, fucking care. She's like, right, you're 11 years old now. Fuck off. <laughs> Find your own bike, Fine. you prick. Yeah. Uh, Freya from God of War, because she's pretty badass, Ooh. and she'd make really good roast dinners, I bet. That's a really good shout. Um, I will go for Tifa out of Final Fantasy VII. There you go. Why? No, no particular reason, boys. <laughs> okay. Let's carry on. This is as your mum, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah why not? Very Oedipus. You yeah. pick the fucking woman out of po- Pokemon who's yeah, basically... Yeah, but at least she's ma- an actual <laughs> she's mother. A mother. She's like, she neglects <laughs> people. <laughs> Um, mm. Some arsehole called Kenny Press F said the missus wants to know when, if ever, we'll see a Harry Potter game on Switch. Laurie, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw that over to you first. Do you think we'll ever see a Harry Potter game come on Switch? Maybe Lego Harry Potter? Uh, maybe. I don't know. They don't make I mean, too Lego, many Harry Lego Potter Harry games, Potter's do they? they on, uh... Yeah, they make Harry Potter Lego games, but is there any other Harry Potter games being made? There are. It's that shit mobile one. There, oh, it's... God, yeah. There were a couple of shit mobile ones. Mm. Is it like, uh, like Pokemon Go but Harry Potter isn't it something like that yeah not great catch monsters or catch spells or something stupid so I don't know uh, okay uh, let's read down the list and people are just talking about Harry Potter games now oh, for God's sake we need one man I'm telling you I, I can see Mike's missus the, ba- the Lego is, is she still is she still there marking what? Let's, let's, she can just join the no. she can do a Sophie and join she can just join in and say what she wants she can join the Sophie uh, it's your turn to have the the, the, only game the missus on then what the missus on um, okay Mark original underscore PMF said off the back of trying Slay the Spire despite it not looking like my kind of game uh, so thanks Benji Kong uh, what games have you played lately that you didn't think would you like Sorry, you didn't think you would like, but ended up liking. Mm. Moonlighter for me. I genuinely didn't think I'd enjoy it. Really great game. Um, that kind of rogue-like, procedurally generated game usually doesn't appeal to me, but the charm and the build quality of that game um, and the replayability kept me coming back. Yep. Plus, I kind of like the management sim aspect to it as well. It was just that weird kind of blend of game where it just somehow it just works, works. Yeah. yeah it works really really well uh mike what are you thinking mate um i recently i bought i picked up in the sale um the last big one we had but i recently started playing uh stranger things three the game i mean it's, it's stranger things the game but it was, it's basically based on the story of season three and 
it's weirdly good, man. Like for a tie-in game, it's good. It's styled as a sort of eighties retro arcade game, very fitting. Um, but it's a semi fully fledged RPG where with a party you get two members at a time. You can choose from any of the characters in the show. They've all got their own weapons, special abilities, and you just play through the events of the series and then do mm. a few side quests. Um, it's it's in a weird place where if you've watched the series, you're not going to get anything too new out of it. But if you haven't watched the series, you can just about but not really understand what's going on. Like, if you've watched the first two, you could theoretically get the story from this one. But, um, yeah, it's... it's I I don't have much high hope for tie-in games, but it was quite cheap in the sale, and it surprised me. It's good. It's worth a pick-up. Decent. Laurie? Come on, mate. What have you played recently that you didn't think you'd like, but did? Uh, Celeste. Uh-huh. I didn't think Good I'd shot. like that, because looking at the gameplay of it, I don't really like really hard as nails platformers like Super Meat Boy. I had that, because I think it was a PS Plus game. I had that, and I was like, this is not my sort of game. And uh, Celeste looked like that. It just looked like a really hard... Everyone says about how hard it is, but... I absolutely loved it. It's a really good game. The story of that and what the story it tells you and the the metaphor of the whole game is for um, overcoming your your inner demons is just such a beautiful game that it the yeah the gameplay is a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be as well. I was really surprised by that. Yeah, I gave it a go because everyone's you know game of the year list and it's really popular game. I thought there must be something to it and I did not think I would like it, but it really grabbed me. And, um, yeah, it's not mm. as hard as or frustrating. It's not as frustrating. I think that's that's what I thought it was going into. I thought it'd be really frustrating, but it wasn't. It's got a really good learning curve. It teaches you how to play it really well. Yeah, I think the the speed that it uh, brings you back to life. Yes. to have another go is part of the reason why that's good. And then I also believe the like you're saying the difficulty and the fact that it, it does kind of ramp up at certain points is the metaphor for mental health and you know for that kind of overcoming adversity in certain points especially towards the end of like the chapters where you know it becomes almost frantic trying to get through a certain part or you're being chased um yeah absolute brilliant game still think about that a lot need to jump back in especially as the recent um dlc came out yeah i i, I got the credit so i'm not the sort of person that will go back and try and 100 percent it and get all the strawberries and all the really ultra tough mm. stuff that's 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 not that's not me so i've kind of thought i've got what i wanted out of it and i'm happy to stop and really recommend playing that if anyone hasn't if they sort of feel like they're going to be put off by looking at it and how it plays and think that's not my sort of game just just give it a try it's it's really special game mm. final question for, from oddmen 84 question for Laurie said are you prepared to raise the evil twin as well as the good one <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah well actually funny enough I have suggested that to the wife that we just take take one of the kids each one of the girls each they're going to think you I have one and she has one and we see who can do the better job of, of raising them and I'll try and make <laughs> and her one would turn out to be the good twin and my, my one would turn out to be the evil twin just as a result because she's, she's a much nicer give you person a whole, than I am. I can give you a whole back catalogue of uh, sitcom episodes that will show you that that is a terrible idea. Yeah, feeding it fish heads up in the loft and that kind of yeah, and, and exactly. the such like off the Simpsons. Yes, um, exactly. I, I think you'll be a very good twin daddy. You're already a toddler daddy, so I think you'll be absolutely fine, mate. I think you'll be okay. And I think as long as you get some Pritt stick and super glue a um, goatee on one of them to make sure it looks like the evil twin, then I think you'll be fine and living your best life, as the kids say. Mm. 
Yeah, one of them's got to be like an evil girl, though. So I don't think goatees work on a girl. We put them in the shining dresses. Oh, yeah, we're we're trying to scare people. 2019, yeah, mate. Sure, it's yeah, 2019. Yeah. It, it takes all kinds. It'll be fine. Uh, I enjoyed that, chaps. That was that was fantastic. Mm. Mm. What else are you going to do on a Monday evening, right? Come on. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put porn hub on the switch. Come to Mike. That seems to be something that he's he's possibly contemplating. <laughs> Homebrewing it. No, I'm too scared to break my switch, jailbreak my switch, man. I'm not not until not until it's about to go on death's door, and I have to buy another one. Will I even touch the uh, screws on that thing? Yeah, absolutely, amen. So, anyone that absolutely enjoys what we're doing, thank you very much to listening to our inane ramblings this week. Uh, if you are a regular listener and fancy getting a bit more involved on the island, our social links are pretty simple and easy to remember. YouTube.com forward slash The Switch Island. Twitter at The Switch Island. And the website is theswitchisland.com. You can find our Patreon through there. Fancy throwing us a couple of dollars. Andrew recently reinvigorated it and uh, made it probably quite good. Uh, Instagram, uh, The Switch Island. And Discord, I'm not going to try and read it out, but you can find it in our pinned tweet over on Twitter. Uh, and last but absolutely not least, a big thank you to all of our absolutely gorgeous Patreons. I'm going to read out their names. Uh, I thought there was some routine that I was meant to do that I've completely forgotten that Andrew will probably bollock me oh, for because I was meant to read certain people first. And I have not planned for that, so I'm just going to read everyone out. Uh, I promise I'll read the other people out first next time as executive producers. Woo! Uh, Adam Phillips, Aaliyah Jones, Andrew Dickinson, Eamon McCauley, Grouchy Surge, Jesper uh, Kondrup, Carl Fredrickson, Lewis Wilson, Luke Cooper, Mark Hammond, Pavanka Carla, Rebecca Rudenrath. So, I'm so sorry, Rebecca. Re- Rebecca Rudranath. 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 Rudranath? Rudranath. I'm starting to say it really good now. Richard Atkinson, Richard Elsie, Sarah Prubrick, uh, Sean Capri, Stephen Landry, Stevie Boxall, Thomas McInnes, Timothy the Elf, and Zachary Bloody Bradshaw. Thank you very much for being our patrons and apologies Ooh, to people. So who are many meant to be now, so many. Can I just say as well on the Patreon, yeah. the uh, Ask Me Anything you guys did the other night was was brilliant. So anyone listening to this that doesn't subscribe to the Patreon and can't listen to that, then you know, do do consider signing up to Patreon, even just for just listen to sign up and just listen to all the stuff that's on there and then cancel it if you want mm. I don't care the, but listen to the ask me anything it's really funny uh, <laughs> you guys I, I, I really was disconcerted that Sophie uh, I was going to say it was disconcerted that Sophie's a better podcast than most of us after one try yeah <laughs> yeah but well while we are on the housekeeping as well it's probably worth mentioning the uh, patron giveaway mm. when we hit the big 2-0 which is coming Ooh. up shortly we've got Lordy a physical Lord. copy of Flipping Death to give away so you fancy your chances, quite good odds at the minute of uh, winning yourself a new game, head on over to our Patreon. Damn straight, damn straight. And we've actually got a bloody Witcher 3 uh, artwork book as well. That's now kind of up for grabs because we tried the Twitter thing and it failed miserably. But that's just hanging around now on Patreon, getting ready to get, be given away. Uh, and also, I think on the $10 tier as well, you get a free Splatoon 2 pin badge. Yes, think. yeah, we've got quite a few to... Uh, yeah, up until the end of December, so you can hop on there, sign up for a month, $10, and then cancel immediately, and you get a Splatoon pin badge straight to your door. So it's not bad, really, if you think about it that way. Uh, so I've been at DannyWard2707 over on Twitter. Uh, Mike, we can find you at, mate? Yeah, find me on the Twitters at uh, KennyPressF. Wonderbar. And, uh, and anywhere around the Discord as well. Occasionally. Occasionally. I'm getting more into it, man. I am. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm Be more active. Ropes. 
yeah, yeah. The, uh, the bots starting to praise you a little bit more and <laughs> welcome you with open arms now and again. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And uh, we look forward to the review of uh, what was the game that you're playing? Stranded Sales, insert semicolon title here. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And Laurie, where can we find you, mate? Uh, you can find me at the Eggman 64 um, yeah, I'm probably going to be entering Sleepless Nights territory, so I'll be there in the middle of the night. So if you want to jump on the Discord as well and talk to me in the middle of the night, um, any of our American listeners want to chat to me then, that's probably where I'll be. Tell you what, you can put up some banging tweets in the middle of the night as well for us, because I used to do that over Persona. I'd just put a Persona 5 tweet up and get like 50 likes for no reason, absolutely no reason whatsoever. It was just because people who were awake mm. that actually like to like tweets and aren't British and aren't miserable. <laughs> Sorry. I will, I'm okay. Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Oh, I feel awful. Uh, thank you very much, chaps. Enjoyed that. Mm, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And, you know, I won, the game. I won the game, so that was fun. Y- oh, we're the... ending them on that, are we? Just okay. We are yeah. ending bye, on bye, that. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Let's go.